and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lankline and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. When this pandemic is over, what do you think one of the lasting business effects will be? Well, there's probably a few, but I would say a big one is going to be more remote work, more openness to it and more people wanting it. I would have to agree. And I have to say it is a very welcome thing. I'm sure not every, at least for me, I, I can't speak for everyone, but I have been a proponent of having that sort of flexibility flexibility you know it's like I can I can get some stuff done at home too (laughs) I have a computer you know if I have um something I need to get done or you know I can get I can start working different hours than what are set at the office um I feel productive I am very much of a, a cheerleader for that yeah and I think that um like in our company we've always had or allowed some flexibility with our employees but what this pandemic did was forced everyone to go home on basically the same day yeah. <laughs> and, and just figure it out. And so it forced a lot of companies that were not open to it mm-hmm. or never would have considered it to figure it out at least temporarily. And I think we should say like, you know, not every job can be done from home. Absolutely. That's just the reality. Mm-hmm. The reality is you may have chosen a job or a career that is not functionally able to be done remotely Mm -hmm. and and I guess then you have a choice that you know you continue in that career and you have to work on site or wherever it happens or you choose a new career like right you can't force remote onto every position right right and um but I will say that some other roles too that people didn't think could be done at home are being done. A lot more can be and have been proven to be able to through this yeah. time. And I think that sure. is just going to be a huge game changer, not only for people in the way that they live, but in businesses and how they're going to have to um, remain flexible in order to keep mm-hmm. the best talent. And a lot of considerations about what does an office look like. And, mm-hmm. and we've talked about this too. Like what does our office of the future look like Mm -hmm. like is it really the place where everyone comes and sits at a desk and does their work all day or is it more of like I always think of like a hub Mm -hmm. like you know there's sort of a gathering place where you do come together maybe you have some meetings and you do some things together and then sometime you're not there right you know it's not necessarily like if I need to get work done, I have to go be sitting at my desk. It's more like if I need to collaborate with people, I'll be there because I want to interact with people. But maybe I'm going to do some real intense writing. I'm going to go home and do that. Exactly. And I think also, too, you know, most of the jobs out there just need a phone and a computer. Yeah. And that is like the simplest thing you can have at in your own home. Um, everything is moving to the cloud or on websites. So it, it's making it so easy. And I was just um, kind of really happy to see people, companies in particular, seeing that it worked. Yeah. Um, And like you said, it really proved a lot of positions that people thought could not be done. Maybe the person themselves and the company thought, oh, this job could never be done remotely. Mm -hmm. Well, surprise. Guess what? We're doing it remotely and it's working. Right. And And in some cases, amazingly well. In some cases, you know, well enough. (laughs) Exactly. But well enough. And, um, very selfishly, I like the idea just because um, because we work with 
you know, creative people and they usually have the, their own setup, if not a better setup at home. Um, we've always encouraged our clients to use somebody that could work remotely um, because sometimes the talent that they ask for may not be live, you know, in their town, you know, and if the commute is a problem, if childcare is a problem or parents, you know, some people are taking care of their parents now, you might not get the best talent because, um, they wouldn't, they couldn't come into the office, but now that it's all changed and people see that it works. So I'm like, see, yeah. And <laughs> see, I told like, you. <laughs> think about schedule too. Like you and I are wired very differently. Mm-hmm. You're much more of a, a morning person than I am. Mm-hmm. I don't know this for sure, but I would guess as we've been working remotely, you probably get up and do stuff for two hours before I log on at all. Yes. But then you call it a day <laughs> before I do. Yes. And, and that works for both of us. Mm-hmm. But if we were coming to the office, we would both probably come in and show up about the same time and leave about the same time but we're not working during right. our ideal times for each of us yeah prime time for me is like seven to four yeah um and after that before that or after that then I start I'm, it's a little more of a struggle for me um but and, I would never show up more, at the office at seven right and mine's more like nine to six mm-hmm. and so you know we we kind of have this like you know, expectation of office hours, but really isn't it better to let you work a little earlier when you feel more productive mm-hmm. and on and me a little later when I feel more productive and on. And there's a big part in the middle. We overlap. Oh yeah. There's plenty of time when we can meet and work and there's, you know, sort of a commitment that everybody's available within this core group of hours mm-hmm. so we can have meetings and interact. But you know, some people we know start a little earlier. Some people, you know, go a little later as long as everybody's available you know, in the middle. Right, right. <laughs> it works out fine. Right. And if I was working for somebody else, I mean, imagine if I had to come in at nine, because that was the hours they lost to the best hours of that I day. could have worked. Yeah. And um, there's pain an extra hour for me to hang around because yeah. <laughs> not yeah. much is getting They're not getting four. anything out of you. But no. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a loss of three hours now that, right. you know, so I was at my prime. You're really playing into I people's also, best strengths too. Right. And I also like too that... Um, you know, it is such a great offering for employees too, because it can work around their schedule. And I'll again, use myself as an example, because I, you know, people are all different. But for me, if I'm up at seven, I'm having, you know, I'm working, I'm ha- and I'm working from home. And it's, you know, I'm having maybe breakfast while I'm working, um, getting my daughter ready for school, I'll take like a 20 minute break to get her there, I might come back, start working again, you know, so it is really flexible around what I do. And that makes for happy employee. You know, if you're like, I can live a a great life plus have a great job. I'm never leaving this job. Yes. Um, so that's a definite plus uh, for um, companies to know as far as attracting talent. Yeah. Having some flexibility. So I think that, you know, there's a few things to just maybe consider that we want to talk about around this whole, you know, new reality Mm -hmm, (laughs) really mm -hmm. both now and you know we predict in the future there will be more openness what percent I don't know you can see all kinds of different um, surveys that say different things a very high percent of workers you know people who work want at least some flexibility they're not saying I want to work remotely five days a week Mm -hmm. but they're saying I'd like to do it maybe one or two days or I'd like to have the option or whatever so People definitely want it. And and surveys are showing, you know, companies are more open to it. And, and we're seeing big companies. I mean, a few of them have just said we're never going to have offices again, which is kind of mind blowing to me. Yeah. But but a and lot maybe of, extreme. Yeah, maybe. 
and but we're seeing a lot of companies, big and small, say, you know, we might have just a few central offices in certain locations and everyone else can work remotely. Mm-hmm. Or we may have sort of a smaller office where people can come in and work and almost almost like our own co-work space, mm-hmm. but then they also can work from home when that suits them. You know, like companies are thinking of all these different sort of options. It's probably going to end up somewhere in between, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't think there's like every company is going to just never have people come back. Right, right. Or that every company is going to have everyone come back. You know, I think it's some yeah. mix in between and each company has to figure it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, which also is sort of interesting because I think as that happens, people may make decisions about where they want to work based on that. If, yeah. if before it was just assumed no matter what job you took, you were going to an office, I guess your main decision was how far is that office from my house? Mm-hmm. Like how far is my mm-hmm. commute? Now there may be this extra layer of decision of, well, is it a five days a week in the office? Is it a flex you know three day two day thing is it fully remote and then I have to pick which of those I like I mean some people like going to the office Mm -hmm. maybe they don't have a great you know conducive workspace at home or whatever and they may choose that job because it's in the office versus somebody else may choose the hybrid because that works for them so it's like a whole other layer of things to consider beyond just like how far is the office from my house right and think <laughs> how about, often do I have to go there <laughs> and think about too if you're the company and you want to hire somebody and you didn't have to pay a, a relocation cost too just the thousands of dollars that are involved with that as well mm-hmm. and then it doesn't work out or something like that and that money's gone or having to lock people in for a year and they stink <laughs> you know you, you but you want to get your money back on what you pay for the relocation so i mean that eliminates a lot of that too mm-hmm. if you can just even try people out before people commit to a move or something like that too but yeah a or lot of that changes about, and you had touched on this before think about like people you can access that you couldn't mm-hmm. have hired before because they weren't going to move to wherever right, your office right. is maybe like my kids are here my yeah. Maybe their family's there. Maybe they just love living in the woods or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like there are people who, you know, have a wide variety of reasons that they live where they live, Mm -hmm. but you could tap into them and, and have them be your employee. Yeah. Just if, just because you're, you know, more open to, to this kind of arrangement. So it really broadens the talent pool for companies too. And you're not necessarily, um, you're not. I don't want to say this like you should underpay people. I think you can just pay everyone fairly, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to like additionally compensate somebody because you're asking them to move to an expensive city. Right. You know, maybe they live in the place they live and they love it. You just pay them fairly and they're super happy Mm -hmm. and you're super happy. And like you said, you don't have to relocate them and and all of that. So, you know, I think one of the big things that everyone's going to be looking at, especially whenever we are post pandemic and we have no idea when that is. We're not making any predictions, but at some point, you know, there will be a big thing is just, you know, kind of safety first. So it's, you know, companies making the decision of what's best for what they need to get done in their business balanced with what their employees need. Mm -hmm. And I think as long as employees, I saw uh, some statistics yesterday, as long as employees feel like companies are, trying to make the best decisions, trying to do the right thing, keep everyone's safety in mind, they're generally pretty satisfied mm-hmm. with the choices that are being made. And yeah. and that doesn't 
that doesn't necessarily mean they're being allowed to work remotely. Like that's people across the board, many of which are actually going to their workplace, mm-hmm. but they feel they that feel the safe. company has done everything they can to keep them safe. Exactly. And I mean, the this uh, coronavirus is definitely not something to mess with. And people know what their own home situation is. Um, people don't want to ha- get it, you know? Right. So right. if you're doing your best to make sure that, you know, things are not being... And, it, you know, it, you can compare it to, you know, the flu or whatever you want, but everybody's had, I'll use that just as an example, because I think every office has experienced the flu going through their <laughs> it's office. The worst. It's the worst. And then you see someone coming in, trying to sit at their desk and they're coughing and sneezing. And you're like, oh, dear God, would you just please go home? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to touch the sink and then I'm going to touch the sink and then yeah. I'm going to get the flu. Yeah. So it's um, just so easy to transmit. It is. Kind of it is. And, and this is just kind of um, a leveled up flu if you will i don't want to compare it to the flu because it's a lot worse than the flu but the same sort of um the pre- transmission the is transmission there, right? is yeah. very very similar and you don't want it yeah and so <laughs> and you don't want your you whole know, team to get it either you right know? and right i mean and your your company would be off commission or, if everyone gets sick or has like, one out for two weeks or yeah, more from a practical standpoint i mean even with the flu it might last a week but i mean the coronavirus could last for a long a lot much longer than that yeah so for you know for a lot of reasons you know many companies are having people work remotely even in positions that maybe it's not ideal but Mm -hmm. it's good enough you know we were saying before like some people or some positions it's been fantastic yeah and some it's like well it's good enough but for now that's okay because they're erring on the side of safety yes but those positions will probably be the ones that are you know, that they start thinking about bringing back sooner or bringing back at least in a partial mm-hmm. you know, rotation or right. whatever. But the people that feel more productive coming in, just make it safe for them. Yes, exactly. Um, so like we said, we, we fully expect to see more employees working remotely. And you can find a million surveys that have a million numbers. Mm-hmm. But, but the I think the short story of it is employees are very interested and, and mm-hmm. companies even once that you know, the leaders were very reluctant previously mm-hmm. <laughs> are seeing it work. Right. And regardless of the numbers, it's always the majority right. <laughs> of the employees that want this flexibility. And um, like I said, sometimes you have to have test somebody to see if it works. We've been going through this huge test right now. It works in many cases um, for many different jobs. So in order to get that talent that they want, they're going to have to really um, figure out how they're going to make this permanent. Yeah, and I think, you know, just to to emphasize this, like all those surveys and stuff, they're not necessarily saying employees want to fully work remotely. No, no. they miss each other. Yeah, they're just saying they want that flexibility, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, the same way they want other benefits, like maternity leave or whatever. And so um, it's just having the flexibility. and, And the reality is, each person on your team may want a different kind of flexibility. We even experienced this. Mm-hmm. We Before all of this, we allowed people to work remotely a few days a week. And some people worked remotely all the days that we allowed. Right. And some people hardly ever did it. Yep. And so, but, but it was there as a choice and everyone could choose what worked best for them. And so I think that's really what employees are looking for is like, give me kind of a range of flexibility that I'm allowed to have and then I'll pick how far of, you know, how much of it I want to take or not. Right. And uh, a great example of that, and this is just, you know, a super simple example, is that um, let's just say a parent needs to stay home with a sick child or a person needs to stay home with their sick dog 
or a parent or something like that. They're not necessarily just sitting there the whole time. Mm-hmm. They have they could be working. Right. I heard somebody the other day who said, yeah, we're never going to have snow days again. Right. I heard because, that too. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, parents can work. Kids can have online school. Like, clearly, we don't we don't need to close school for snow. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's a great example of something that could come out of all of this is that, you know, people can still be productive yeah. you know, without things having to shut down and I'll, and being a parent one of my favorite things about snow days is you find out that morning so whatever right. you had planned that day yeah canceled canceled can't <laughs> do it because or you gotta immediately scramble to try and find somebody to watch your child but what if you could still attend a meeting remotely mm-hmm. or um, some event remotely if there's a dial-in or um, meet with a client but it's you can just do it from home I mean why right. um if as a business, why would you, you know, kind of handicap yourself that way by not allowing someone to work from home? Right. And now it will be totally acceptable. Yes. And a year ago, it wouldn't have been like the mm-hmm. technology was there. You could yep. have dialed into yep. that meeting, but it wouldn't have been acceptable or expected that you mm-hmm. would. And now it's like, oh, yeah, well, you could just dial in. Yeah, It'll be like, no, no big deal. So Chris will be joining us remotely. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's, how, that's <laughs> how we do it, you know. As opposed to people just panicking. Yeah. <laughs> how does it work? <laughs> I think another piece of this whole, you know, we're talking about remote work, but also just flexibility in general, kind of tying into what you were saying about, like, your best work hours. I think that's another thing companies can really think about mm-hmm. is flexible schedules. It may not even be remote work that people want. But maybe they just want a more flexible schedule. Maybe you actually would like to come in at seven and leave at three or whatever the math is, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe I would like to come in at 10 and leave at seven or what, right, whatever right. it is. As long as you maybe establish like a core set of hours, everyone has to be available. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do allow people to have a little bit more variety in their schedule because during this work at home time, they probably have been. Right. Whether right. you know it or not, they right. probably created variety or they were forced to because of other things they have to take care of their in their household so you can play into that right and that's a flexibility that just still does require people to come in you know in in most cases but just at a time where they're going to be their most productive yeah absolutely so uh another thing is just and i guess we just kind of touched on this is just that um quote unquote working remotely really is a variety of options Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. not fully you're either 100% in the office, you're 100% not. It's a whole variety of rotating weeks, rotating days. Maybe some days you're in, some days you're out, different right. hours. It's just a whole bunch of different things. And I think um, every company is going to have to figure out what is going to work best for their business model. It also might be like some positions or departments are remote and right. some aren't, you know, just by the nature of what they do. Mm-hmm. Some can be done remotely and some can't. So people will have their preference and but then companies are going to have to figure out like what is best for them to get their work mm-hmm. done too and and somewhere i think there's a good place those can be in the middle right and there could be a scenario where maybe you have um six people working in the office and the following week they work from home or maybe another group of six people are then in the office and you only need half the amount of desks too rather than having 12 desks you only need to always have six so that um from a business standpoint again um, could save a lot of money for the owner as far as rental space or desks to purchase or phones buy and all the things that kind of go along with that too yeah and so i guess i guess what we're getting at is just being more open to considering options and even if across the board you don't have a remote policy or whatever thinking about being more flexible to either get or keep 
a person you really want on mm-hmm, your team, frankly. Mm-hmm. What if they decide they want to move? We've had this twice yes. now. We have two you people don't get to quit. that <laughs> we didn't allow to leave because we figured out how to work remotely with them because we really wanted to keep them on our team. And so, you know, that's that's been a, a huge success. Mm-hmm. And so I think whether you have a full policy or not, even just being willing to consider options mm-hmm. can go a long way. And it might um, benefit you too if you just sit down with individual team members, if you have a smaller team especially and see what works for them and then just kind of get the message out that you know this person is going to be living here now and working remotely and here's how it's going to work um i think it's just a matter of you know people just want to get the work done they want to know that things are going to stay relatively status quo that person has to be accessible how are they going to be accessible just really kind of explain all of that you know here's how the how we're going to meet these are the touch bases you know here's how i get a hold of them um we've never had a problem with it yeah. I'm aware of. Yeah. And, <laughs> and again, you know, everyone's been thrown into this situation of having to all do it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I think the, you know, none of us would have ever wished for this, but I think the, the positive outcome is it has made us figure out how a lot of this really works best mm-hmm. because we had to figure it out where before we, we weren't forced to figure it out. So we didn't. Like right. We didn't need right. to. Right. But now, even when we go back, whatever that looks like, we will no doubt continue some of the things we've put in place because they work better than what we had before. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, another thing is just reconsidering, like, the role of the office. Mm-hmm. What, you know, what is an office? What is an office? That's like <laughs> a big, deep question. And like... uh how office centric your company needs to be. Exactly. You know, I think, I think most companies will still want some kind of a presence or a home base mm-hmm. or whatever, even large or small, but what they need in that space, like you said, how many desks do you really need? Does everybody need their own dedicated desk or are there just 12 team members, but you'll have six or eight desks because people are rotating in and out and they just grab a desk when they come in. Cause yeah, they maybe it's just a bunch bring of their laptop and cell phone anyway, it'll be but just a bunch of couches and chairs and mm-hmm. you know, you don't even need desks. I mean, yeah. just that all of that could be reconfigured based on, you know, what your team might want. And it's, it's worth it to mention it to them too, because you do want to kind of lure them in in some way, but mm-hmm. if they're either, if they're sitting at home on the couch, why not just, bring a couch here or bring yeah. a chair here and, it and really some people might want a, a desk get them a desk you know yeah and I think it takes some conversation like you said with your team of like what what is the office for mm-hmm. which sounds like really deep and yeah. philosophical but like why what, would you come in what do we really <laughs> want yeah what do we want the office to be why why will we come here mm-hmm. why will why would you want to come here you know what do you want to get out of it when you're here versus when when you're not when would you like to not be here right i mean there are definitely i think everyone has experienced this now that we've had to work remotely but there are definitely people even on our own team that there are certain kinds of work they go home to do mm-hmm. because it's easier for them to focus there's not right. distractions there's other people who are like my home is very distracting right <laughs> i would like to come to the office to do my deep thinking yes you know so everybody has different needs but like when you're figuring out what the office is or needs to be yeah having that conversation of like what would you come here for Mm -hmm. and then creating that and I I think it'll look different I I don't know what exactly this means maybe but I keep thinking of of like companies will have their own co-work space yeah it's like you'll come in here and it'll be like portfolio creatives co-work space Mm -hmm. but it'll be like you said more like couches little pods different 
whiteboards, places to collaborate. Because mm-hmm. that's probably why you're coming here. Right. And to cake. collaborate with Parties, other people. Parties, cake, you know. Yeah, maybe <laughs> me a beer tap. You know, you know. Um, but the coffee machine. Exactly. <laughs> so just really figuring out what you need your office to be and maybe reconfiguring it or re, you know, designing it to, to meet those needs when you're coming back into it. Right, right. And then we also touched upon this one too, which it expands the talent pool. Yeah. I mean, the access that you have to people either to keep or attract or whatever mm-hmm. is, 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 um, larger. Yeah. Right. And, and so you have to decide how wide you want to cast that net. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we, we haven't necessarily set any rules around this, but you could say, I'm an Ohio-based business. I'll hire somebody anywhere in Ohio, mm-hmm. but I don't really want to get beyond that because I still want them to be a few hours away to be able to come in for right. meetings. Right, they want them in like once or twice a month, yeah. or something or I like want that. them to live within a drivable, you know, a four-hour drive mm-hmm. distance because I don't want them to have to fly to come in or whatever. Like you could set your own rules, um, or you could say I don't care. They could be international or they right. could be anywhere but you do have to keep in mind time zones mm-hmm. are different mm-hmm. um and and it does make a difference we had somebody who was working another time zone for a while just partially and it it was harder it was actually harder for them because yeah. they met our time zone which yes. meant they had to be up is it earlier earlier right. yeah. yeah to be on our schedule yes you know so Time zones can come into play. Certainly, you know, if you get into international hiring is is challenging, but even state to state hiring, mm-hmm. your business is located in Ohio, but you want to hire someone in New York or, you know, California mm-hmm. or any state, any state, every state has slightly different, you know, hiring rules, but some states have very different hiring rules mm-hmm. and you have to provide all of the benefits and comply with the laws in that state. So, right. you know, you have to be thoughtful about where you are willing to employ someone right. because now they're not employed in your state where your company is. They're actually employed. If they're working remotely, they're employed in that state Yes, and you have to comply with those yes. rules are. So there is a lot to consider. Yes, it broadens your talent pool, but you have to sort of decide how broad you want to go. Right. And if it's what you want to manage. If it's your person, it's worth it. You know, it's worth the extra taxes, tax paperwork you have to do and yeah. um some of the things you have to set up. But if it's if it's your person, that's great. And um I also I'm just gonna reiterate that, you know, it, it would be a great way to kind of try somebody out before you actually relocate them too, because they might right. be like, Well, I don't know if I want to move to the East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, um, until I know I like the job. I mean, I've known an people in uh, my career that have moved for a company and it ends up being a disaster. Um, Not by anybody's fault per se. It just was not a good fit. And you're only working on, you know, a couple of interviews and, you know, when everybody's at their best, you know, your office is clean and you're all shiny and they're coming in all (laughs) shiny and their hair's cut perfectly and everything. And then, you know, it's like, Oh, I didn't know it'd be like this. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And, uh, that's a lot of wasted money and time. And then you got it because you have to try and find somebody else. So just maybe try them out remotely. And then if it works out really well, just say, you know what? Now's the time for us to talk about relocation. Maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe it does. But if they love their job and they're like, you know what? I'm going to try it, you know, and this yeah. is a good time for me and my family. So, yeah. And you could be upfront about that. You could say, like, ultimately, we want this position to be located in Columbus. But. We're mm-hmm. willing to work the first year remotely, see how it goes. If it's a great fit, if you love it, we love it. 
then we'll talk about that. Right. But just so you know up front, ultimately (laughs) it's important that this, because if it's important the job is in your city, you should tell the person that. Absolutely. Don't let them think they can live in Michigan forever if that's not really the case. Right. Or maybe they can. Maybe it is. Maybe you're like, ultimately we'd like it in Columbus, but hey, if this remote thing works, we're fine with leaving Mm -hmm. it that way too. Tell them that. You know, I think just being upfront with the person. I also was thinking about um, when we both worked at L Brands, how many people live this crazy life where they would like fly to Columbus for the week yeah. and then go home to wherever they were from for the weekend. Yes. Like you wouldn't have to do that. Right. You know, and they did that because their family or their children all were, you know, settled somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And and maybe after their kids graduated, they would have been able to move or wanted to or whatever. But like people just wouldn't have to live that crazy travel life. Yeah. And then some people were eventually sold on Columbus too. They spent yeah. here en- enough time here. They're like, you know what? I am going to move my family here. Yeah. Or their um, high the, school senior finally graduated. Right. So then they moved. But, but for the time, that year, they had to do that crazy back and forth right. thing. At the time, it was a hard no um, as far as moving here. But you could have missed out on some really awesome talent yeah. at, as a result of that. And And I cannot believe that person is at their best when they're flying all the time traveling like that like you're not getting the best version of them right right you know it's like kind of bad on both sides it is it is it really is it's a tough thing to do so I do wonder if you'll see less um of that kind of travel Mm -hmm. I think there'll be more you know there will be some business travel again someday but maybe that kind of thing isn't Mm -hmm. so required maybe it's like you come in, you know, every few weeks for mm-hmm. the important meetings, but the rest of them, you join remotely, like exactly. you said before. You you just join remotely, and it's fine. So it'll be interesting to see how this evolves. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, uh, the most important takeaway from this is to just stay flexible. Like when you're an employee, when you're a client, or you're a, a company, um, that's, that's all we're asking, too, to just kind of just be open and figure out what you're people need at this time yeah just staying focused on what is the work that needs done is it getting done that's what really matters thank you so much for joining us at illumination bureau we hope that you have gained something by listening today illumination bureau was brought to you by portfolio creative you can find out more about portfolio creative at portfoliocreative.com if you have a topic that you want to hear about don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at portfoliocreative.com If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend. 